the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Here I am, 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress, but not if I keep eating cake every night and donuts every night. (laughs) I've discovered some birthday cake, birthday cake filled donuts here in San Diego. I'm not going to tell you where because they're not paying me to to, uh, give them a shout out here on the radio. Hey, I'm super glad to have you guys with me tonight because... It is just so fun seeing some of the latest news that we've got to bring with you guys tonight. Not to mention the fact that I've got the ladies, the one, well, the two and only, Diamond and Silk. DNS are going to be back. It's been a long time since I had those amazing ladies on my show. You longtime Andrea K. Show listeners might remember that they won my Breakout Stars of the Year Award back in 2016. They actually beat out Dr. Gorka. <laughs> who came in number two to Diamond and Silk. They're going to be here to weigh in as only those two lovely, amazing ladies can. But we're going to make room for you. If you want to give us a buzz, 888-344-1170. Some shocking admissions coming out of the CDC. What's going on with that? What's behind that? Something else that might be shocking is it looks as though there might be a Democrat who might be putting an end to people getting elected into Congress only to become multi-multi-millionaires off of insider trading. We're going to talk about that as well as other topics tonight, including with Diamond and Silk. Did y'all know that trending today, It's I'm old enough to remember when right before Christmas, uh, the White House saying, what y'all talking about? We don't have any supply chain issue. I mean, Biden did some supposed address to America saying that I've talked to to those involved in the supply chain and shelves are at least 95 percent stocked. Well, empty shelves. Biden was trending today. And in fact, that's one of the topics I'm going to bring to the ladies tonight. Before I go further, I got to bring in the brother. It's DJ Potato Skins. Unanimous potato. That's the rare unanimous potato. DJ Potato Skins. Another week. Uh, Got to get back on it and uh, feed those vegetables. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, what, I, where do I start tonight? It's just so yummy to see that they're to see Nancy Pelosi gnawboning and twisting and being very uncomfortable when a Democrat's trying to go after her ability to rake in another thirty million dollars. Do I talk about? polling numbers um, about Americans and where they're at with these mandates. And well, as since we're waiting on the Supreme Court, I think we should give out those numbers. Well, yeah, let's talk about it as we're waiting. Yeah, one of the interesting pieces of news that I heard from Shannon Bream, and she is, I think I mentioned on Friday, she is uh, one of the one of the longtime journalists an attorney who did a lot of really she's like an expert on the Supreme Court. I guess there's only certain days a year where they give their rulings out right. Well they have I guess they're adding this Thursday as a day to which they're going to give their rulings. So that tells us I believe that we're going to hear from them on Thursday. The, the still the the reading the tea leaves tells us that uh, the experts like Shannon Bream expect that the OSHA mandate will go back to the states but that the the uh, healthcare workers for Medicaid and Medicare workers that that will be upheld because that they come under federal 
purview, even though there's states involved, et cetera. But if it goes back to the states, there's still possible, there's still mandates coming, coming down that this will not end the shot mandates. That's why it's really important for you to understand that you are not alone out there. If you're somebody that is just refusing to, to go along with these mandates, particularly since I'm going to get into some of the, some of the admissions by the CDC director this weekend. But if you decided you weren't going to do this, you didn't buy into these mandates and these shots from the jump. And now as time has gone by and as the goalposts has shifted, as the stories have had to shift uh, regarding these shots, where it went from uh, it, you would only need one and they would be 95, over 90% effective in stopping the spread. And you would only need to be one shot to where now, you know, it's on a never ending. Recent poll numbers show, and this comes from Jobs Creators Network, 40, who filed a lawsuit uh, against the Biden administration, which is part of the ones that was heard by SCOTUS. 49% of employees say they will quit before getting the shot. So you're not alone out there. No, that's half the country. That's half the country. Well, it's a sample of half the country, and that's a, that's a huge number. And on top of it, the a, uh, AP AP has uh, Associated Press has a poll out with some uh, organization called NORC N O R C. And what's interesting and fascinating about this is only thirty seven percent of Americans say that COVID is one of their top five concerns. Not even top concern, but just cracking into five uh, top five versus fifty three percent a year ago. What's that tell you? Tell you people are over it. They're, they are. Uh, 68% say uh, the economy is their top concern, which is why you see empty shelves Biden um, <coughs> trending. <clears throat> Excuse me. I've got a little bit of a payday candy bar stuck in my throat. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I venture off of donuts and I eat candy bars. Um, yeah, so that's one of the reasons why it's interesting why then, when when clearly they're having to push out these tests, we've got the National Guard showing up here in San Diego because they, they're trying to keep this testing going because they're seeing the appetite is shifting. People are not as concerned. So the, how are they going to increase the concern? They try to get people who are asymptomatic to get tested and get a positive test so they can continue to make this the case-demic to the degree to where, I don't know if you saw today, the National Guard is here in San Diego to yeah, help. I heard about that. Absolutely ridiculous. Well, you know what else was going on in San Diego over the weekend? Did you happen to see the Freedom Revival 2022 happening in San Diego? Heard about it, but didn't really see anything on it. It was, it didn't even get a whole lot. I think, uh, I think we only had one local TV station. Shout out to KUSI. Heard it was a big, was a big deal though. Absolutely huge deal. Thousands and thousands of people took to the streets. And what was interesting, if you saw the makeup of, of the people there, this was not a bunch of, what you would think would be MAGA, right? Uh, this was people in, the, I think the organizers looked like they were, you know, mid to late 20s. These are a lot of young people. And this is interesting that you see thousands and thousands of San Diego's, San Diegans out on the street this weekend in San Diego, as well as across the country. New York had a big march and a big rally. Um, these are not what you would expect to be Trump supporters. And in San Diego, over 78% of San Diegans are fully, fully vaccinated. So that's interesting because while we've got so many that are fully vaxxed, we still have a large percentage of the people and many of them out there might have even been vaxxed. They might have even gotten the shots, but they don't think it's fair that it be mandated on anybody. I know several people, Andrea, a lot of them in my circle that have been vaccinated and they said, you know what? It doesn't matter because this is tyranny to force these mandates on anybody that doesn't want the shots. Right. It's kind of like back when um, 
Chick-fil-A was under fire because the president or CEO had donated money to some proposition eight or something that had to do with traditional marriage. And so they were going to try to put, you know, Chick-fil-A out of business. And so Mike Huckabee had started this day, this Chick-fil-A appreciation day. And there were a lot of gay people in line because they said, look, you know, we don't like this tyranny going on. And that's, that's what's happening here. It is tyranny. Nobody. And you look at the result. You look at the result of, of, of worker shortages across this country. You know that this is not about public health when unvaccinated, healthy workers are not allowed to work, but, but COVID positive sick workers and hospitals are allowed to work because they've gotten the jab. And oh, by the way, why are they sick if they've gotten the jab? Because CDC Director Walensky finally admitted today that these shots do not prevent you from getting sick or you from spreading it, which was the entire justification from the beginning. Now they had to because they went from a one shot, 90 something percent effective to two shots, to a booster, to a second booster, to a third booster. Now we've got Moderna coming out and saying within two months we can have an Omicron or Pfizer coming out and saying we can have an, we can have the Omicron shot in your arm in two months. Because this is about getting you and Pfizer saying this is going to become an annual thing because this has been what I've said from it's been about from the beginning. It's about people control, 100% about people control. And everybody in the streets in San Diego, whether they got the shot or not, understand that. You should not have to give up your job and be punished because of, a, 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 of any view that you've got as a person. And the science is not there. And I think that whatever happens with the Supreme Court, we still got to be active. We still got to be going because then we got to be going to our own employers. We got to be going to own uh, to corporations and using our voices and saying, this is tyranny. These shot, this is not about protecting anybody's health because it, there's no way the, the, the latest excuse is, well, um, this, these shots will keep you from dying. Well, the, I posted a video on Facebook of nurses from CDs, from uh, COVID ICU wards out in the street screaming and yelling, saying, you know who's dying in our ICUs? The vaccinated. The vaccinated. They're continuing to push out lies that this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. But we've got uh, in New Jersey, I believe it was. Uh, no, this is Walensky, another admission. Up to 40% of those in the hospital with COVID are there for other reasons. Just like we had Sotomayor lie and say we had 100,000 children in hospitals on ventilators, we've got 3,500 children in hospitals with COVID, not from COVID. It's a big difference. Absolutely big difference. Walensky also admitted that over 75% of deaths were with people who had at least four comorbidities. This is now and has always been a pandemic of the obese. Because that is the that is the number one comorbidity, and then the other ones are associated with the obesity, whether it's diabetes, heart disease, etc. And then you add in age as a factor there. So it's absolutely criminal and evil that children are being forced to mask without even a break in their day, not even when they don't get it and they don't give it. There's not even an adult that doesn't get to take them take the mask off at some point during the day. Now we've got the, this uh, new governor, I think it is in New York, who's going to mandate the shots on children. It's evil. This is evil in our times. The American people have wised up to it. And it's just a matter of now, if it goes back to the states, what's going to happen? Well, I think here, if it goes back to the states, I mean, I believe California is going to mandate it. 
I, you know what? I almost picture Andrea seriously and not to encourage him, but I, you know, think Mussolini the very next day would go, okay, well, you know what? I think that's the solution. So if Biden's not going to do it. We're doing it here. Yeah. Well, now the states are going to get a rubber stamp on it. They're going to get the encouragement and to do it. And, and this is why I said that what Biden was doing recently was, uh, you know, a setup, whether it's a win for him either way. If SCOTUS rubber stamps his centralized, you know, force, then he's good. Then, then he's great. If it goes back to the states, you've got, you know, Democrat governors and even some squishy Republicans probably mandating it or squishy Republican governors allowing corporations to mandate it. Because what I think needs to happen if it goes back to the states, I think Republican governors need to issue legislation, even if it's via executive order that says you will not mandate this on any of your workers. It's in uh, two or three states now like that, isn't it? Um, I, 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 I'm not sure. I think what DeSantis signed into law was it, it had some uh, it's been a while since I looked at it. I think it had some loopholes for people to be able to do that. And conservatives, and this is why I didn't like conservatives going, yay, send it back to the state, states' rights. No state should have the right. Our Constitution doesn't say, you know what, you can't impose tyranny at the the federal level, but you can no do it. No level is okay. But Yeah, but you can do it at the state level. And I've never been one to say, well, we let businesses regulate everything in the workplace. Well, we've got, no, we don't. And Gavin Newsom still operating under his emergency powers. Right. I mean, we're two years in. The emergency is over. Do you know how many total deaths we've had in San Diego County? I just saw this on the local news. Zero recent deaths and total out of over almost 4 million residents. And this is, this is if you believe, the number 4,500. So that's, what, 1%? And we've, we've destroyed industries here, destroyed jobs, gotten in, gotten in the middle between landlords and their workers, what we put what we put these restaurants through is just absolutely criminal. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to shift gears. We're going to talk a little bit about. I'm just loving this story today from this this Osoff dude from Georgia, this Democrat, because because <laughs> Nancy Pelosi ain't happy with him. Andrea K. Show, strictly adhering to and preserving our First Amendment. Follow Andrea on OurFreeNation.org. Just search Andrea K. spelled K-A-Y-E. A.K., Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Um, I'm sure most of y'all know that Nancy Pelosi is pretty dang filthy rich, right? In part because when Obama was president, as part of his, um, well, I, I can't remember what he what Obama called his big fat spending, you know, plan. But he had all these green energy boondoggles, right, from Solyndra and beyond. One of which, and it spent, you know, and he laughed and said. Oh, I guess these jobs weren't so shovel ready, you know, so I don't remember how many. I mean, it seems like peanuts now compared to how much we spend. But at the time, it's still it was trillions of dollars. Well, one of the companies that benefited from those green energy boondoggles was Nancy Pelosi's husband. And that company is no longer in existence. But, you know, they spent the money already. Right. Um, So that's one way in which these um, people get to Congress and they become billionaires another way or millionaires in other ways. Like uh, we don't really know why, how Bernie Sanders has done it, right? How this dude who's never held a job anywhere outside, you know, uh, working a, as a public servant, yet he owns seven or eight houses. Like we don't, we're not really sure what's going on there. Cause of course they're Democrats. So we can't really get to the bottom of that. Um, I don't think his was from stock trading, 
But Nancy Pelosi reportedly has made, I've heard, I've heard numbers between $30 million today and $54 million that she has made through stock trades involving stocks and companies that she over, uh, oversees with, with regulatory power. That is, it, 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 it's such a shocking conflict of interest that it should, it should have already been banned. Now, there was some stock act, congressional act or whatever, back during, I think it was during W's administration, but that uh, didn't involve spouses and it required that they report their stock trades. They're not supposed to get insider information and they're supposed to report, wink, wink, when they're supposed to report their stock trades within 45 days and most of them don't do it at all. The dude, the, so this dude Osoff, who actually won the Senate runoff in Georgia, has decided to put forth, um, somebody else had put forth something related to this, but it didn't include spouses. He has, he's introducing a bill that would ban members of Congress from trading individual stocks. And Nancy Pelosi, when she was asked about it today, well, well, you know, with this, we have a free market economy and we should be able to participate in it. Well, no, Donald Trump, president of the United States, wasn't right. When, when he took office, it was required of him that he put all of his holdings and everything in a blind trust, that he not have any interaction or any involvement in using his position to line his pockets. Why is this being allowed with Congress? And it, and it should include their spouses. Ossoff is calling it his ethics bill. Uh, he hasn't introduced it yet. He's looking for a Republican co-sponsor, um, which he has not found yet for many Republicans in the Senate, by the way. And that should tell you everything as well. That should tell you why we need, why we need it, right? Because we, it, it, going, this is supposed to be a representative government. And they're supposed to be there to represent our interest, not get rich. It's bad enough that one term they're set for life and they've got a pension for life. It's bad enough that they don't have to live under the weight of their own policies. They've got their own health care, their own retirement accounts, their own barber shop downstairs, their own restaurants and this and this and this. But now they're able to use insider information to get incredibly wealthy. No, there was a time in which all of our people in Congress were there part time and actually ran businesses and were farmers and actually lived in their community. And really, that's what we need to do. I'm all for this. I'm all for this for everybody. Why sh- there should be? In fact, we, term limits is is a, is a separate argument. But this, if if you turn off, it's kind of like illegals. Of course, they're going to continue to come across the border. If you're dangling carrots and you make it financially advantageous for them, they're going to make the trek all the way up from Honduras. Of course, they are because you're giving them financial incentive. We need to cut off the financial incentive that involves them lying to what that provides an incentive for them to lie on the campaign trail about what they're going to promise us that they're going to do for the purpose of going there. It would weed out those. Let me say it this way. It would help weed out those that are just going to go to Congress for the purpose of getting rich. Because that's not supposed to be what their purpose is. To use their position to line their pockets and at, and, and at the expense of Americans. And that includes their spouses as well. So they're, 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 um, all of their assets would be put in a blind trust and that would include their spouses would not be able to have access as well. Um, and I think it's a great idea. Anything you want to say on that? No, I mean, I've always thought that, you know, it, it, people that are in Congress, I mean, you know, Texas has a part-time legislature. It should be like that absolutely everywhere. Have a real job, you know, work, you know, work, you know, blood, sweat and tears for a living. And then you might actually be able to serve the best public interest part-time. Now there was a there's a house version 
um, <clears throat> the Ban Conflicted Trading Act. No, this is this is incentive. So Osof hasn't gotten any help on his, but there was a Ban Conflicted Trading Act um, that has been um, does have the support of Republicans, um, Roy Cloud, Scott Perry, and Fred Keller. So we do have Republican support for that. So um, I'm hoping this passes. Because we need to, this is this is one way to get the power back to the people by removing these incentives. Hey, you've got an incentive to stick around because we've got the one and only, the two and only, the ladies known as Diamond and Silk will be here after the break. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter and Instagram at Andrea K Show, spelled K-A-Y-E. And connect with her on OurFreeNation.org. Andrea K telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. I am so excited. It has been so long since the beautiful, fabulous, funny, hilarious, and always on point Diamond and Silk have been on the Andrea K Show. You know what, Potato Skins? We need to have like a signature song for DNS when we introduce <laughs> them on the show. Hello, ladies. Thank you so much for being back here. It's been so long. I know. Um, thank you, and thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Of course. What, what song would I would be like y'all's signature song? You know, I just don't know. I mean, you just have to pick one. We love a lot of songs. Just pick one. Okay, we'll have to pick one coming next time. I'm I'm particular yeah. fan of Shaka Khan, so maybe oh, I love Shaka. maybe I'm every woman from Shaka. Oh, maybe I next time. <laughs> okay, I love it. Fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, I'm, I'm hoping I can hit quite a few topics with you ladies because you're just, like I said, always on point. Let's start with this this brand new governor in New York, right? People yeah. were thinking, oh my goodness, we're getting rid of de Blasio. New York Post had end of an era on their cover page. And then here comes this dude. He's not going to do anything to stop this DA who's decided mm-hmm. he's not going to prosecute armed robbers and <laughs> felonious activity like that. And he's going to mandate these shots on children. Wow. So it looked like they got rid of a... a, a, a the a, demon for the devil. Yeah, <laughs> Satan for the devil. <laughs> but, you know, I think that it's a sad day in America. Let's start with the, the new mayor. You know, um, first of all, you're right. He's not calling out that DA for being soft on crime, which is, uh, which is horrible, because you took an oath to make sure that the citizens of New York was protected, and you're mm-hmm. not protecting them. And then <clears throat> you have a black mayor sitting up there. He's sitting up here trying to... Uh, mandate these vaccines on the children and saying, hey, you can't go to school unless you have this. And it's sad when they allow, when they are allowing themselves to be used like a tool. Remember, this particular uh, uh, virus has a 99% recovery rate. It has therapeutic medicines to treat it. Most children recover and get over this. So why are you trying to rain down tyranny on our children? Why are they being targeted? Well, I think they're being targeted for power because they know most of the, like here in San Diego, almost 80% of all adults have been, been vaccinated here. This is, this has been about, and this is why going back to the beginning, why the, they, the, the biggest part of one of the biggest lies associated with all of this was that everybody had an equal chance of getting it and an equal chance of dying from it. They needed everybody to believe that so that they could get 100% of all Americans under the thumb of the Democrats mm. and their will mm-hmm. anytime that they wanted it. And they've used COVID and now using these 
shots for power. And it's obvious that they don't care about anybody's anybody's public health when they're allowing for this crime wave to happen across the country. And they know, too, Diamond and Silk, they know that there's a disproportion. There's a higher percentage of African-Americans and other minorities in New York that don't want the shot as opposed right. to the, the white population. So there's so much discrimination involved in these mandates, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And if everybody is going to get it, why do you keep pushing this? Why do you keep right. pushing the vaccine if there's therapeutic medicines to help people from even getting sick and going to the hospital? Look at how Biden was rationing off the monoclonal uh, antibodies. Mm-hmm. He didn't want Florida right. to have but so much. He didn't want Texas. But hey, I thought China unleashed this on us. So That's why right. are you blaming the American citizens by denying them something that can help save their lives? That's it right. doesn't make any sense. Well, it's about punishment. It's about, again, it's about control and trying to, um, it's, I, well, I, I see it as part of, as similar to Mao's revolution, you know, where, mm. you know, and the Red Guards putting people through struggle sessions. You, you're not going to toe our line. Well, we're just going to, we're just going to punish you and inflict as much misery, misery and pain on you until you comply. And that's what's happening in New York. Okay, uh, but, th- but, th- but, but that needs to stop. Let me tell you something. <laughs> you know, you got these old people, they done made hand, money, hand over fist, millions of dollars. Yeah. They think mm-hmm. they can get off, out of office and go live their American dream while they have the rest of us living the American nightmare. Absolutely not. That's when the American right. people need to crack down and stand up for their freedom, stand up for their rights. And, and not going just, along with this foolery. Andrea, what you just described as China. Okay, mm-hmm. I feel like there's been a siege, a takeover of America, mm-hmm. and it's being taken over from within. Because if you notice, when you talk about masking up and all of this different uh, viruses and stuff, Let's look at China where it was engineered from. Mm-hmm. It was engineered in China. So I view it, my personal opinion, as a bioweapon mm-hmm. on we the American people is how I view it as. And these vaccines is nothing. If it, it was if it was supposed to help, if it's, if it's going to help, it would have already helped. Not two, three years down the road. And you're talking about where well, you need a booster, where you need a, well, you need a booster. And then the Democrats, they wouldn't have stopped. Biden, the Biden regime would not have stopped investigating China. But they stopped the investigation of China and, and where these uh, these uh, so-called viruses came from. So if this was really about the health of American citizens, there's no way they would be okay with, first off, killing babies, second off, rationing off uh, a therapeutic medicines that can really help American citizens, and with black people, with them saying that black people are disproportionately affected by this particular virus, then guess what? You would not be rationing or holding mm-hmm. on to therapeutic medicines that can help save black lives. This is not about saving lives. If it was, there's no way you would be restricting medicines that can help save lives. And well, don't tell me, and well, can I just say one more thing? Of Andrew? course. Don't tell us, okay, as Americans, that you care about our children, but you want to kill them by, through abortion. That's mm-hmm. right. Don't tell me you care about, about my child, but you're but you okay with abortion, mm-hmm. but we right. don't save their life by pumping something in their arms that they don't even know what's in it. Well, yeah. That's right. Right, right. Well, yeah, I mean, here, it, and the same dude who's, who's behind all this is Fauci, who was injecting foster kids in the foster care program with his failed HIV shots back in the 80s. And the same guy who was behind the RSV shots that, that killed kids back in the 60s. There's a reason why we haven't had these shots in decades behind this man because it took until now where we've got a Democrat party that's happy to allow these communists behind the scenes like Fauci who mm-hmm. who, who uh, don't
don't care how many lives are killed in the course of his agenda as well as his pocketbook because mo- a lot of this has to do with money, right? That's why they yeah, denied money. hydroxychloroquine. And that's why they denied ivermectin. That's one of the reasons yeah. why they're denying these monoclonal an- antibodies. It's about power and it's about money. And you're right. It's time that we stood up. What do y'all think is going to happen with SCOTUS on Thursday? You know, I, I was talking to daddy. You know, my father's uh, daddy is 75 years old, mm-hmm. and he's afraid. He's afraid that they're going to go along with OSHA. And he's, he's just afraid. Let me tell you something. What needs to be argued is that this vaccine is not like any other of our, our other vaccines because this vaccine has a technology in it called mRNA. Okay? That's what the SCOTUS need to understand. They also need to understand that this virus has a 99.9% recovery rate, and there's therapeutic medicines to treat it. It seemed like when Chris Thomas asked the question, they got off the subject because they're trying to, uh, uh, they weaponized this here pandemic Mm -hmm. against the people and they politicized it. And that's what they're going to have to stop doing. And they also need to recognize that this vaccine is not even FDA approved, even mm-hmm. though they want to try to hook the American people to make us think. And also, after listening to the CDC with uh, Rochelle Walensky, uh, basically saying that the vaccine do not stop the transmission mm-hmm. of the virus. Well, if the vaccine do not stop the transmission of the virus, then why are you trying to mandate it? Why why do you have the vaccines there? To, to And you are, are finally saying it's the very same thing that Diamond Sook has been saying. It don't stop the transmission. You know why? Because it was the virus was created to be transmissible from person to person. It, it, th- that's how flip-flop Fauci is the one that they created it through the gain of function. Fauci is nothing but a fox guarding the hen house. It's all he is, and the Democrats is, go- is complicit and going right along with him including scotus and you know i, I was shocked and it was horrible what how they politicized this i mean they're 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 supposed to understand one thing only and that is the law and the u.s constitution right. and the apply constitution. it i don't care about sotomayor sitting up there lying and briar mm-hmm. sitting up there lying and and all the rest of them she, you, and they're not doctors they're not doctors right. they're not scientists so they shouldn't even been discussing the the efficacy of the vaccines etc what they should have been discussing is the law mm-hmm. the constitutional law, where do it say in the law that the executive branch can uh, uh, make laws? No, it's supposed to be Congress that make laws, but it's going to be kind of funny for Congress to make the laws when they exempt themselves from, uh, from the law. <laughs> yeah, as well as the White House. I think that I think the Biden White House, they're, they're not uh, mandated. I think 30-something percent of the right. CDC, there's no mandate in the CDC and, and, or the NIH. And I think there's right. something like 35% of them have refused to get it. Um, White House, The White House doesn't have it as a requirement. I got to shift gears oh. while, while I've got you ladies from, from this to... Um, it also in New York, you know, as we've seen the Democrats continue to, and with Liz Cheney and other Republicans, continuing to try to falsely accuse Donald Trump so that they can stop him from ever running for reelection, falsely accuse him of inciting an insurrection. The real insurrection is going on with these Democrats continuing to try to seize control of our elections. Now in New York City, over 800,000 illegals can vote. It's illegal. It's illegal what they're doing. And it's unconstitutional. That's right. And and what's happening is the citizens aren't standing up against it. They're going along with it. I believe that the RNC or either the Republican, somebody in the Republican Party is suing uh, 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 
that New state York. because of what they're mm-hmm. New York because of what they're doing. But what they are doing is illegal. And the reason why they want to take over our elections is to justify what they did in 2020 because bits of information is coming out now. So that's, that's what they're right. trying to do. They're trying to take and cover their own tracks, and it's not going to work. And please stop telling me that there's voter suppression. You can't tell me that there's voter suppression when now you're saying 81 million people voted for Biden and more black people voted for Biden, who happens to be a racist in my book than any other president in history. Mm-hmm. But you're going to tell the public, oh, we it's voter suppression. Oh, we need voter. We need more voter this and voter that. No, 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 no. I thought 81 million people voted for you, though. So what was wrong with the election in 2020? Well, what right. changed? You see what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. People got to start calling these people out on their hypocrisy. And, and, and we as people, especially black people, got to stop allowing these people to make us look like that we're simple-minded, that mm-hmm. we can't have an ID to vote, and that we go along with their foolery. Well, they want you to have an ID proven you got you got the shot, especially in New Absolutely. York, mm-hmm. right? Even when you go get tested, they want you to show your ID. But, oh, you can't show your ID to vote. You see what I'm talking about? They, they, they don't want to give you school choice, but they want to give you a choice to, say, to change your sexuality. Just think mm-hmm. about it. These people are hypocrites. And then you got Michelle Obama coming out like, oh, I'm going to register a million people. Where you going to get them from? The dead? <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't nobody going along with this foolishness. Even Democrats are tired of this mess. You are <laughs> Destroy this whole country and looking, looking like fools and want us to look like fools, which. Absolutely. You know, Pelosi was out there today saying what's going on in these states where the Republican states are trying to, uh, to, to get rid of the shenanigans that were involved in 2020, that it's, it's January 6th all over again at the state level, that it's an insurrection. And, and there is nobody, I want to make sure everybody listening to me understands, there is not one American citizen whose right is being infringed upon right now. Unless you look at it as though some illegal in New York voting is wiping out your vote, but, but you don't have the right as an American citizen to have whatever convenience you want to have because that's the democrats want to say that if you don't get the convenience that the democrat party wants you to have that means there's voter suppression going on but the convenience is slavery the convenience is socialism and communism right i want to obtain the american trade dream too don't tell me you all can make money hand over fist but first yeah. of us got to be like slaves you, you gonna mm. take and pull stuff from us you gonna, you gonna take and tell us what we got to do or else we can't eat we can't work that's, that's not right. liberty in the pursuit of happiness. That sounds more like slavery to me. Me too. Right. I don't mean to get about, all upset. No, no, girl, you go. And I think about January the 6th there. You know, during January the 6th, on January the 6th, 2021, President Donald J. Trump was the president. It was mm-hmm. President Trump that was in the government. Yes. So how we, is, is MAGA want to overthrow the government? <laughs> but the right. real insurrection took place on January the 7th in the wee hours of the morning when they came back and installed Biden. He was installed by the swamp, not elected by the people. Right. And the coup d'etat, which is the beginning of the insurrection, started on November the 4th. When that, because on November the 3rd, President Trump was winning. He was the president. Yes. On November the fourth, that's when they came in with all of these ballots uh, from underneath the table and whatever, and just started stuffing these ballots in for three uh, extra three days until they had Biden over the top. That's when the coup d'etat, the real insurrection began, and they ended it whenever they installed Biden. Jim Projo on January the 7th. What happened on January the 6th, MAGA was infiltrated. They was infiltrated with uh, some, I want to call them Antifa, Black Lives Matters. Uh, 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 people that was against Trump, people because on the floor, keep in mind on the floor, they was about to disclose all of these evidence 
Why would MAGA want to go in and destroy that? Right. That was not MAGA. They still have yet to let us know who was that dressed in black and tactical gear, standing mm-hmm. the walls, breaking the, the windows, uh, uh, whenever President Trump was still on stage speaking. They still have yet to let us know who that. And then when you had real MAGA supporters walk through the Capitol, and we, look, they had, wrote, had it roped off. People was in single file lines walking through. The, the officers was waving people in and even showing them around. Just telling them to be peaceful. And those are the low-hanging fruits that these people had gotten want to talk about an insur- uh, 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 insurrection, an armed insurrection. They was only armed with the American flag. But you had all of these other folks. They, we still have yet to know who this Alps guy is, who this yes. Sutherland guy, where are they at? The right. ones that really that was in there infiltrated. Matter support. Right. We don't know who the who the supposed dude was that was on caught on camera dropping off the dummy the dummy bombs uh, the mm-hmm. day before. We don't know. We don't know who it was who told the Capitol Police. It sure looked like, like they had been given instructions to remove the barricades and open doors and wave mm-hmm. people in. Um, there's there's it sure looks to me like it was they knew Trump was coming. And so how could they turn that into something bad on Donald Trump? And a lot of the bad stuff was happening while he was still down the street speaking peacefully and telling people to use their voices. What they're trying to do is criminalize opinion. They're trying to criminalize free speech. They're trying to criminalize your right to assemble and to protest. They're trying to make uh, uh, 75 million MAGA voters who who legitimately reelected Donald J. Trump trying to criminalize us and make us out to be the terrorists in this country they are the answer and i the only way the only area that i would disagree with you ladies on is i would say the the insurrection and coup attempts actually started the minute he came down the escalators in 2015 and that's when fbi and doj got into the picture and peter struck and lisa page and obama and and all of the and, rest of them clinton clinton campaign all of them. playing for the dossier yes. talking about russia 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 yes and then here's another thing too andrea they always walk, was walking around talking about he's illegitimate. He's illegitimate. Mm-hmm. Talking about president. But then if we say something about the word illegitimate or say that Biden is illeg- illegitimate, they want to call us a conspiracy theorist mm-hmm. and a terrorist and all this, this other different stuff. But let me tell you something. Jim Crow Joe Biden is an illegitimate president. He is not my president. He is not American president. He was installed by the swamp. Yes. Not elected by we, the people. Absolutely nobody. I don't know anybody who believes that that man got more votes than Obama got. It, it, mm-hmm. And it, it just doesn't make sense. Uh, ladies, y'all are everywhere right now with your shows. Tell everybody how they can hear y'all. <laughs> okay, so we are Frank Speech Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. Central, 10 p.m. Eastern. So we're about to go on in a few moments. And we still do our show on Newsmax Diamond and still crystal clear, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And don't forget to, about our book, Uprising. Who the hell said you can? Did you switch the awakening of Diamond and Silk? You can get the book at dandsbooks.com. Ladies, thank you so much for being here. Y'all have just energized me and, and just excited my listeners so much. And I appreciate you. And I read Uprising. It's fabulous. So thank you. Thank, thank you, you, gals, for being here tonight and all that you do. Take good care. Thank you for having me. All right. Now, y'all stay tuned. We got more on the other side of the break. So don't you go anywhere. Bringing you 21st century common sense. It's the Area K Show. Connect with the show at ourfreenation.org. Andrea K. Bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. I wanted to extend, uh, I, I probably should have opened the show with this. I want to extend uh, thoughts and prayers to those who died in the Bronx fire. Uh, 17 people died and eight or nine children. And I guess there's reports out that some safety doors or something failed in the building. And that's just, I, I'm not sure the details on that, but just absolutely the 
just horrific. And, you know, it just, again, makes you appreciate, you know, first responders like firefighters and those that have to go and try to uh, go to a scene like this. Uh, I'm looking at images right now of just these, these, these toddlers, these babies um, being, being carried out. And it's just absolutely devastating. So uh, thoughts and prayers to everybody there. Um, okay. Um, we could do a little round robin here on, on some, on some stories. Um, I watched this, I watched this weekend, um, a, a Netflix documentary on, uh, on the Holocaust. It was called the last days and it was actually about Hungarian Jews. I didn't realize, uh, you know, um, uh, we tend to think of what happened with the Jews that it all happened all at one at, at one that they built all these camps and everything happened all at once and the Jews were all rounded up at at one point and I didn't really know the sequence of events. Um, I learned a lot about what happened with Hungary and I was absolutely devastated by the images and I think it's something that we we need to clearly be teaching the Holocaust just like slavery in the schools. I'm about teaching. I'm about teaching the facts about what happened. Um, this was the most graphic I think I've, I've ever seen. And what struck me so much by these survivors and their stories was there was this woman who was saying that the Hungarian Jews were the ones that were rounded up in the last year. And she was talking about how um, as little by little their rights were being taken away from them because a lot of people had said, well, why didn't you guys leave? You know, other Jews had been rounded up and some Jews had left Hungary and uh, left the outlying areas and gone to Budapest. And she was like, well, it, it happened. It didn't happen overnight. She said it happened in a slow creep. It was little by little. One day this freedom would be taken away from you. And then another day this, and then a little bit later, this freedom would be taken away from you. And it happened so slowly that um, it just, they didn't really see it coming. And then they bought into lies and they actually bought into the lies that they were going to go work in a winery and uh, the, what's it called? Um, winery, the crops where they've got the, the vineyards. They were going to, they were told they were going to go work in a vineyard and they were going to take a train there. And then they realized that they're in, in a, being put into a cattle car with no food or five or six days and no means to use the restroom. And so I, I you know, it just struck me about how history is repeating itself. Not exactly. Of course, it's not repeating itself exactly, but little by little, the playbook is to chip away at somebody's rights and freedoms. If your goal is to is to gain submission, if your goal is to gain control over a massive group of people, there's a variety of different different playbooks and blueprints to do that. And we see a lot of the parallels here. What they described, these these survivors described was so similar to what's what's happening here. Believing people, believing people's intentions when they're lying to you. But when, when you've got, when you've got powers that be, oh, and one of the things she talked about was as they were being rounded up and told they had 30 minutes to get out of their homes. And as they were, as they were grabbing their belongings and then being marched down the street, how the non-Jews friends and people that they had socialized with and gone to school with and hung out with were lined up on the streets, participating and screaming at them. And the way that the citizens turned on them um, also struck me. There's the parallels about what happened in those in in this documentary in the last days, as well as Germany and everything that happened with the Holocaust. The parallels between then and now are striking. And I don't know why, for some reason, when I saw that Amazon is is under fire by Americans Against Anti-Semitism, um, I, I'm not sure if this is a part of the process or not. But Amazon is presently the world's largest purveyor of original Nazi propaganda films. Now, Amazon has been blocking books by conservative authors for how long now? 
Um, Amazon recently blocked, uh, they've got the book by Xi Peng or whatever his name is, the head of China. They blocked it reviews because people were being critical of it. So you, you can't, you couldn't even go on there and criticize a book by the Chinese communist leader, right? But they've got Nazi propaganda films up. They banned KKK, uh, you know, um, works by the KKK and, and others, but they made a decision to leave all kinds of Nazi propaganda films on their site. And I just find this disturbing. Anything you wanted to say there? You look like you're, you look like you're disturbed by, I guess I probably should have talked about this. I hate ending the show on such a negative note. Yeah. I mean, it really says a lot. We're ending the show right now, but we have to pay attention to what is going on. Well, how about we end the show on the story that I read about today where this dog had been missing for months and he was found and they rescued him in five feet of snow. So let's end on a positive note. Yay for dogs. That a missing doggy was found and rescued. Hey, thanks to the incredible ladies, Diamond and Silk. Thanks to the listeners. Thank you, Potato Skins. We'll see you all tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.